Welcome to the Impactful PBL Podcast. I'm Candice, your host, a project-based learning coach and leader of the Impactful PBL Network. And you can find me at impactfulpbl.com. I'm on a mission to do good work with good people for good reasons, and I hope you are too. If you are a current or aspiring project-based educator looking for strategies and ideas to craft memorable learning experiences that empower your students to tackle challenges in their school and community through project-based learning, then you're in the right place. Join me as I share resources and tips to help you launch a PBL initiative in your classroom. Welcome to the Impact Makers community and let's talk PBL. Hey, Impact Makers. We are continuing our monthly series all about how teachers can use the summer break to enhance their knowledge about project-based learning. Now, I know that summer is technically your time off to relax and recharge, but it's also a great time to explore new ideas and instructional methods. You know, all the things you wanted to learn during the school year, but was too busy. All the blog posts you wanted to read, the free downloadable resources you wanted to explore, webinars, etc. When I was a math coach, I used the summers to explore new coaching techniques. I attended conferences to develop my skills and to meet new people. Sometimes I find that being around other educators who share similar interests and passions help me stay inspired and motivated, especially during tough times. Being an educator is a long game, meaning you may not see the fruits of your labor until years later. So sometimes it's hard to tell if you're making a difference, but I'm here to tell you that you are making a difference. It brings me so much joy to see the students I taught 12 or 13 years ago. I sometimes run into them at the mall or at a restaurant, and if they see me, they will make their presence known. It sometimes feels so weird because they are all adults now, so I get to hear updates about their work life, their goals, and their family, but it's amazing how they still remember some conversations we had when they were kids. So yes, your work matters. And the time you utilize to develop yourself beyond the mandatory school or district training will pay off. In a previous episode, we discussed how you may be wasting your time or at least not taking advantage of professional development opportunities and what you can do instead. If you didn't hear that episode, go back and listen to it. Now let's continue to explore how you can create professional learning opportunities for yourself. What do you want to explore? But I don't want to make the assumption that you haven't explored professional development options either, because I know some teachers were planning on attending conferences this summer, but plans changed based on cancellations. And now you may be wondering, what now? The great news is that we live in a digital world, and now you can find a virtual version for almost anything, which is good. I've been amazed at the businesses and organizations that have used their creativity and have shifted their in-person offerings to a virtual format. How many summer camps have you seen shift to providing online classes? Or what about gyms offering virtual fitness training programs? Or what used to be in-person cooking classes shifting to a cook with me model where the chef cook and you follow along at home? My daughter's friend is on a dance team. And instead of canceling rehearsal, the owner led dance routines via Zoom. The girls followed along at home and they even had to wear their rehearsal attire just to get into character. Or my daughter, who typically attends soccer training five or more days per week, was provided with an online platform with soccer drills that she could do at home. So yes, I have orange cones all around my house as a mini obstacle course. Now, there are countless other examples, but the point is that I'm sure that there are virtual options to consider as you explore professional learning opportunities. By now, you should have created your professional learning goal for the summer. And so now I'm going to share 10 virtual professional learning options to consider as you complete your plan. 
The first option may seem obvious, but if you were planning to attend an in-person conference, check to see if they have a virtual option. Some of the conferences that I've seen get canceled modify their programming to create an online conference, or you can research online conference options just in general. If you typically enjoy conferences more for the food and seeing a new location, meeting and hanging out with other educators, then maybe an online conference don't get you excited. So another option is to attend an online workshop. Think of workshops as more bite-sized than an online conference, and it typically focused on one subtopic. For example, you may learn how to come up with an interesting hook for your PBL unit, or how to write a quality driving question, or how to craft quality assessments. You should leave knowing how to do a particular skill. Another virtual option are webinars, and they typically provide an overview of how to do something like the steps to creating a high quality PBL experience. Webinars are great for learning about a topic at a high level and often last 45 to 60 minutes with 15 minutes for questions and answers. So as you can see, it's hard to go deep with the topic given the short time frame, but webinars can help you learn enough about an instructional method to determine if you want to attempt to implement it in your classroom or to continue exploring more about that particular topic. Another professional development option is to attend a virtual summit. Now, a summit is slightly different from an online conference. Summits are typically free to attend and then session recordings are available for a short period of time, let's say 48 hours, and then you lose access. But if you want to maintain access, the host typically will sell their recordings. You often have to pay a small fee, probably under $100. But if you feel like you would refer to it again, it's a good deal. I should also point out that Online conferences mostly require you to pay up front, just like an in-person conference. Whereas virtual summits, attendees have a chance to hear from a variety of presenters about a particular topic. So if you attend a PBL-focused summit, you might hear from teacher leaders or other education experts sharing on topics they are most knowledgeable about. So you could choose to attend sessions based on your needs. And it's a great way to learn from other educators in the PBL sector. Let's not forget about reading project-based learning related materials or participating in a book study or book club. When I first became interested in project-based learning, I read dozens of books about various aspects of PBL. Now, various authors offer an online book study or at least provide resources for teachers to get a group of peers together to form their own book study. And if you think you don't have time or the interest to read a book, check out audiobooks. I love listening to audiobooks because it's possible to listen to a book quickly and during spare moments. Another great option is to take an online course to learn how to plan a quality PBL unit. Online courses can be either asynchronous or synchronous, meaning the training can be done independently on your own time, or you can be guided through the training live where everyone in the course progress at the same time with an instructor. The next option I'm going to share may not seem like professional learning at first glance, but it's often seen as a paid summer position or part-time job, and that's getting involved with a curriculum writing team. I know a friend of mine who is a veteran teacher who spent time writing and editing the district's math curriculum resources. This was a paid opportunity, but she can also learn more about how learning materials are selected, designed, and the decision-making process district leaders use to decide which best practices they employ. She can then use what she learned to make her classroom lesson plans better. Working part-time for your district's curriculum writing team is also a great way to test out if you'd be interested in transitioning to a similar role full-time. It's also worth noting that many print and digital curriculum companies hire teachers part-time to write, edit, and provide feedback on their resources. That's how I began curriculum writing. 
I gained the opportunity to design curriculum for a small ed tech startup and then transition to larger popular organizations like LearnZillion and Renaissance Learning. And most recently, I had a role where I wrote the education toolkit and summer camp curriculum for an IMAX film. So you never know where joining a curriculum team can lead you. Also, all of my curriculum writing contracts have been remote, so I mostly work off-site or from home. Some people may not see it this way, but mentoring others is a great professional learning option. You may be thinking that sounds like a lot of responsibility and unpaid work. Well, my response is it depends because some mentoring options provide a stipend for your time. I've been an official mentor for teachers and received payment, and I've been an unofficial mentor for teachers where the relationship grew organically, and I began helping them explore ways to overcome challenges or brainstorm new ways to engage students or how to navigate a toxic school environment, basically whatever they wanted to discuss. So how is this professional development? Well, as you can imagine, no one has all the answers, even if you've been implementing PBL for years. I've often had to research or reach out to others for resources as well. And as a mentor, of course, I heard of the same questions or challenges repeatedly, but what works for one person doesn't work for everyone. And sometimes a teacher will share a unique challenge that required me to improve my practice, which means that I had to continuously grow myself. And the great thing is you can meet with your mentee virtually. Next, you can continue to develop your craft by listening to podcasts like this one. Over the past few years, podcasts have become popular. They are mostly free and easily accessible. Search for podcasts that talk about project-based learning and subscribe so you can get notified of new episodes. To make the experience more actionable, take notes on interesting ideas or join their online community by commenting and engaging in discussion. The great thing about podcasts is that you can listen anywhere while you're cleaning your home, walking the dog, running, shopping, etc. Now, someone may call me out if I don't mention social media. Project-based learning related Twitter chats, Facebook groups, Facebook pages, LinkedIn groups, etc. are good ways to virtually connect to other educators interested in similar education topics as you. Social media can be a good way to build a network of supportive educators, a way to learn about conferences and workshops or other professional development opportunities. I prefer Facebook groups because it feels more private due to the small group nature, although some have thousands of people in them. But sometimes when Facebook groups have over a thousand members, it can become chaotic, overwhelming, or aggravating with off-topic posts, if not managed correctly with moderators. Instagram also has a large teacher community too. So whatever platform you prefer, there's probably an online educator network. So I can name probably 10 or more virtual professional growth options that teachers can explore to improve their project-based learning instructional practices. But for now, choose one to three professional learning options to try this summer. Then research the options you chose and then create an action plan. So for example, if you wanted to attend an online conference, find a conference to attend, register and block the time. Thanks for listening to this week's episode. If you find this podcast insightful, please leave a review and subscribe so you can get notified of future episodes.